Before diving into to, today's topic, I will briefly introduce this new Atom Zone format since uh, it's the first time that we are having this new format. So far, we have three Atom Zone series, so bear with me because the classic Atom Zone is uh, an interview format with myself, Rob Stack, and CryptoCito, mostly to cover hot news and upcoming consumer chains. In fact, stay tuned for next Tuesday because we will have a, a new Atom Zone episode about composable draft proposal to adopt hub replicated security. So that's uh, might interest some of you. Then we have the radioactive session, which is the open community call. That is basically without any host, so kind of wild. And now we have this new format, which is Agora. And uh, probably the first thing that we will need to address about <laughs> this new format is the standard pronunciation as in the native language is Agora, while uh, in English uh, speakers probably they will say Agora. In case, maybe let me know what you like the most and we will adapt to use it. This new format covers a growing need to have, basically this new format covers a growing need to have a central public space for all the discussion about atom economic zone dynamics. In fact, this is uh, basically now the atom economic zone central public space to address all the discussions shaping this uh, nascent atom ecosystem. If you're now wondering what uh, Agora means, uh, well, the Agora was a central public space in ancient Greek city-states. It was born to accommodate the social and political order of the Greek polis. The literal meaning of the word Agora is gathering place or assembly. The Agora was uh, the center of the business, social and political life in the city. So. I will say shout out to Wikipedia for this uh, historic introduction to the term since it's where I got it. And uh, as we can see, actually Agora literally is a name that fit uh, at best in this new format as it aims to be the center of the business, social and political life in the atom economic zone. And uh, this format will not, not hosted by me, so I will soon pass uh, the mic. Uh, but I will may join as a speaker in the future, but by consumer chain itself and ANC core contributors to involve them more on the Cosmos Hub and connect them with the community. So after the biggest intro in my life ever, I will pass the mic to Neutron, which will now host uh, today Atom Zone Agora. Yeah, um, thanks for the intro, Rob. Uh, this is uh, Soy here on the Neutron account. Um, and uh, you'll definitely get the English pronunciation of, uh, of Agora from me, for sure. Um, so, yeah, um, like I said, um, we're, we're grateful to be, uh, to be invited to host the, the sort of the first Agora today. Um, basically, it just gives us the opportunity to, to directly speak to the, uh, the Atom community uh, and sort of address any, any concerns or, or hot topics that, that might be uh, on the agenda. Uh, and so if you just bear me one minute, I'm just going to bring up a couple more people and uh, and then, then we'll get things kicked off. Hey, folks, looks like we're going to have a pretty busy stage today. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. Um, so we'll uh, we'll definitely give everybody the opportunity to, to introduce themselves uh, and then we'll uh, we'll get things kicked off. Um, so um, basically, there was a, a recent forum post co-authored co by, by Spade and Elijah, who you'll see up on the stage here today. Um, and this sort of follows on from uh, a previous discussion about the vision for for Atom. Uh, more specifically, this 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 um, this forum post is about a vision for Atom as money on, on Neutron, and that'll be the main topic for today. Um, of course, we'll uh, we'll open up the floor at the end and bring up anybody who uh, who else who also wants to join the discussion and ask some questions. Uh, and so, just quickly, want to let everybody know that. Um, Nothing that you hear today will, will be considered financial advice or investment advice, and it's for education purposes only, and just basically to give some insight into, into how some of our teams see uh, the landscape for Atom. So, um, 
just kind of starting at the top of my screen, I see we've got Aiden here from Stride. Uh, would you mind uh, just giving yourself a little introduction, please? Hi, guys. I'm Aiden from Stride, one of the uh, co-founders. And then we have uh, also Riley from Stride as well. Hey, folks. Another one of the co-founders here. And speaking of co-founders, we've got uh, Spade from Neutron. Hey, folks. And Elijah from Duality. Hey, how's everyone doing? Hey, hey. and I'm trying to get Nicholas up as well, but uh, it's not seeming to uh, to let me invite him right now. Um, so keep trying to get him up, but uh, but for now we'll we'll crack on. Um, so so yeah, I'm sure everybody knows you guys anyway by now. Anyway, uh, just just quickly to let everybody know for anybody who doesn't know. Um, Elijah from Duality uh, and his team are potentially going to be joining Neutron. Um, there's a proposal on chain at the moment, subject to community approval. Uh, Duality will become part of the Neutron team and join us, uh, basically help us drive the effort to, to drive value to Atom. Um, so today, as I said, we'll be discussing Atom as money on Neutron. Um, which follows that 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 uh, previous uh, discussion in the week about a wider vision for Atom. I mean, I actually missed that space. Um, so perhaps, like before we get into the specifics of, of Atom as money, uh, maybe it might just be useful to kind of recap what was what was discussed in in that in that space and um, what what were the sort of the main key takeaways from that. I think the general topic was like discussing alignment from both a sort of like political point of view, but also from the point of view of, of what we can do today to you know communicate and, and show the alignment where it exists already and um to sort of like further it as we go forward to ensure that the hub is like closely aligned with the consumer chains and vice versa that there are you know short shared economic and political ties e.g you know voting power tokens liquidity all of these things like coming together so that the you know the hub and daz as a whole um, becomes the most successful version of itself um, I guess that's like a very high level um, overview of it. But Elijah, if you want to add any specific points there, feel free. No, I think that was a, a good call. Um, yeah, I think I think that sets it on there. So. Cool. Uh, I think what we'll do is is when you kind of guys get into get, when you guys get into the uh, the flow of the discussion, I'll I'll put a, a link up to that previous space in, in the nest. I think that'll be helpful. Um, okay, so. Um, Basically, uh, we'll we'll dive into the the atom as money on Neutron, and we'll also put up, up a, a link into that uh, a link to that in the uh, in the nest. So, it feels like a pretty good sp uh, place to start would be to ask, what is money? Uh, maybe Elijah, you want to pick that up? Yeah, I mean, I think the the most relevant thing that I, I like to, I guess, like think about here is that um, you know, maybe it, it's helpful to you know explain in terms of like what does money not have to be? Um, and like, I think in the context of crypto, like a lot of people get um, stuck on this idea of like money being the ability to like, you know, buy a coffee at the local coffee shop or, you know, buying, you know, your, you know, your toothbrush on Amazon or, you know, whatever. But I think in reality, in the crypto context, right, you know, 99.9% .9 of the crypto economy is not happening in those circles, you know, the, you know, most of the crypto economy is happening on chain, you know, within protocols. And so um, I think, you know, money in the context of Atom just means, you know, what money typically means, except applied to utilization within like on-chain contexts um, instead of like, you know, it being about buying your coffee or getting your toothbrush. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that makes some sense. Okay. Anybody else want to add to that? take that as a no um so okay then like is, is it important to distinguish the difference between money and say for example reserve currency because these are these are sort of terms that we we hear thrown around about atom right so is atom money is it a reserve currency you know what, what what's your take on that yeah i mean i think like there's a i mean I, I don't think it's like so black and white um at least my personal take is like there's you know, the most successful crypto currencies that have served as like, you know, proxies of, of money within their ecosystems are probably Bitcoin and Ethereum, right? And each of those has really memed their way into money, or at least partly memed their way into money based on like, you know, 
um, either deflation in Ethereum's case or eventual deflation in Ethereum's case, um, or like the lack of any inflation at some point in the future, you know, for Bitcoin. Um, and so they've, they've certainly like positioned them, you know, they've called it money, but they've positioned it somewhat as like a, a reserve currency as well. So, I mean, I, I think like that, you know, these aren't like distinct items. Like my understanding is when people talk about like reserve currency, you know, they talk about like stability, right? They talk about like, you know, are, you know, you know, in the context of like the world, right? You know, we talk about like you, you know, the U.S. dollar as being a reserve currency sometimes, and like, you know, that means that you know other countries think the U.S. dollar is incredibly stable. Um, that like, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for utilization in it, so they you know are willing to you know have a lot of U.S. dollars on on their balance sheets. Uh, in the context of crypto, um, you know, I think a similar thing probably maps onto on-chain institutions such as DAOs, right? Um, so instead of like, you know, I was talking about government here, we're talking about like DAOs, um, you know, either DAOs for, you know, individual blockchains within the, you know, interchain or like DAOs for, you know, smart contract based uh, protocols, you know, on top of those blockchains within the interchain. Um, and so I, I think in, you know, I, I think the two things are, are pretty similar, right? Like, and they have similar properties, right? Like stability is desirable, the ability to utilize it for different things, if necessary, is desirable. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I see a lot of overlap. I, I've never personally seen them as like two really distinct things. Okay, so so basically, Atom could be both, right? Um, yeah, basically. So like, I'll, I'll give a few con concrete examples to sort of like illustrate what that could look like in practice, right? But so if you look at, at the ecosystem today, uh, being in the middle of the bear market, it's like it's been rough for a number of projects to continue um, funding their incentives program to drive, you know, draw like growth and or just maintain the liquidity that they, you know, require to basically function, um, to pay their teams, get stuff done, um, and that is in large parts due to the fact that like today most of the DAOs, e.g., you know, crypto institutions that we have at least in the ecosystem are a fairly unsophisticated treasuries, right? So you know. I have a project, my project has 100% of its treasury denominated into its native asset. Therefore, when the market, when that asset dumps or the market as a whole um, crashes, there's basically nothing left. And so sure, I could probably scrap by with, with you know, selling large amounts of this, but it's gonna you know, make it even harder um, to, 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 to basically, like the, the rest of the treasury is gonna take a massive hit as a result of that. And yeah, so basically it's not diversified, it's not resilient, right? Now you could sell some of that to like exchange it for like stable coins, right? And that's all well and good. That's probably the best way to maintain the value of, 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 um, of that treasury when the market crashes, but it's also extremely centralized and censorship um, vulnerable basically, right? And so, you know, in, in, in the future of the interchain, it's likely that we'll we'll see some more sophisticated kind of um, approaches whereby you approach the treasury of your protocol, not only, you know, from like, you, you have the tools to basically diversify so that you have different types of exposure that allow you, um, your community, your protocol as a whole to continue um, basically growing regardless of market conditions, e.g. maybe having some stable coins, maybe having, um, you know, so-called reserve assets, e.g. like Atom is down a lot less than the whole rest of the ecosystem. So if you had diversified to Atom um, and or, you know, even liquid staked Atom so that you also wouldn't get diluted and you would, you know, earn yield on it over time, um, you would be like your treasury would be down a lot less, right? So you would probably be able to fare the the, the market cycles a lot better. Um, so, you know, that's what we mean by reserve asset is the idea that like the a lot of the assets that we have in the industry are kind of like, you know, submit subject to the financial woes of um, how, how, how they are priced. And so having a more sophisticated approach to preserving the value of, of your protocol and your treasury can help m make it more robust to external factors. The other thing is like, you know, Adam as money is um, as in medium of exchange is the idea that like, hey, I have you know, let's say I want to get into Cosmos. I want to get uh, exposure to a specific asset. Um, one of the first tokens that people will discover and hold um, and and on ramp onto the actual chains in the ecosystem are like is Atom, right? Um, it's the most widely listed on centralized exchanges and such. And so, you know, the power of Atom as a currency of exchange here is your ability to easily and efficiently go from 
atom to any other token that you want to get exposure to and back right and so you know making sure that atom has um the right pairs the right liquidity to basically enable you to to denominate some of your value in that currency and then be able to exchange back and forth as you know you want to adjust your exposure is also another thing that is um that is sort of like um a, a fundamental element and that can be also mediated by kind of like additional layer built on top of this eg imagine well i mean we have an example in the ecosystem today right even though it's sort of like slowly getting adopted like inter-protocol today can't like oh actually can it be collateralized with atom yet um but any, anyway you know you, you can get a stable coin minted based on atom collateral right theoretically and if you are able to do that then that if that makes sense it, yeah, it made perfect sense right up until like the last sentence when you, you disappeared there. Um, but uh, I, I think we got the, the gist of it. Um, so we've actually just been joined as well um, by Dee from Effort Capital and uh, and also Nicholas from the Duality team. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, also, like the, the Stride fellows, we'll we'll, uh, we'll definitely bring in some stuff around uh, about about the LSM and how that sort of affects all this stuff with, with Atom as money as well. Uh, D will be great to speak to. I believe he's working on some some tokenomics changes for Atom. Uh, so it feels like we've got all the the sort of the major players here at the moment. Um, so so yeah, thanks, like Robert. yeah, no no worries. Welcome, mate. Um, so um, so yeah, like th th we had like a bit of a general overview about. Or atom generalistically as, as money in the cosmos so so you, you guys elijah and spade have basically made a proposal on on the neutron forum about atom as money specifically on neutron does one of you want to sort of talk us through your, your vision uh for that guys uh, can everyone hear me okay yeah i can i can i can go ahead um i, I was just gonna wait to see if uh if spade wanted to talk um yeah. So, so I mean, the the vision was, you know, I think, you know, we, I think there's been a lot of talk recently about um, what the AEZ is going to look like. You know, what role should the hub play in the AEZ, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you know, I think there's a lot of different opinions, but there's like certain non-controversial things. And I think like the you know most uncontroversial thing is like let's figure out how to create more opportunities for people to utilize Atom. Um, both DAOs and uh, you know individual users, and um, so that was you know that was sort of the the spirit of the proposal. Um, I also wouldn't call it too much of a proposal. It was like more of like a discussion post to like start moving the needle, um, and then like over time the idea is to like craft proposals sort of from this. It's sort of just like stating the intention uh, on the forum, um, but the idea is like there's all of these applications that you know, have either found product market fit outside of the, um, you know, interchain and or, um, you know, we would expect to have product market fit in crypto at some point. Um, and so the idea is like one, right, like let's, you know, make Neutron a place that is actively funding these things um, such that like, you know, you can now access these um, instruments, you know, these opportunities, um, and be able to use Atom as gas in the process um, and or just use Atom in, in those activities. So like, you know, the f most obvious one is stable coins, right? Uh, you know, I think IST is a really good stable coin. Um, I also think it would be great to have, you know, a decentralized stable coin uh, within the AEZ as well that, you know, uses Atom as collateral or ST Atom as collateral. Um, and, you know, I think like these opportunities to utilize, you know, what stride is building what neutron is building and what you know the cosmos hub has been building uh you know simultaneously are you know sort of the the primary focus of like what you know what i think uh you know makes sense for us to be funding uh initiating and bringing to life um, with like programs like the neutron grants program the atom economic zone accelerator um, as well as like you know the different funding bodies within uh, you know, Adam outside of those. Um, so yeah, so that, that's like, that's like part of it. I think the other part of it as well is I think there's been like some, um, you know, like one of the things we noticed at duality after, you know, Hadron made the, uh, the proposal to bring duality under Neutron, um, was we were always under the impression that like Neutron and the hub were incredibly economically aligned. Um, so like, you know, for one, 
you know, we saw that 15% of, I think, the Neutron supply was airdropped to uh, Atom users and or being routed to the community pool. And, like, that's no small amount. Like, that's, like, 45 million at today's valuation, right? And, you know, replicated security is certainly not cheap, right? Replicated security costs money, right? It's, like, about to the tune of, like, 500 to, you know, $750,000 a year, you know, per chain. But, like, the... Um, the initial allocation to, you know, like Adam holders and, you know, the hub treasury, you know, would pay for that for, you know, almost a hundred years, you know, anywhere between 50 and a hundred years. So like in our eyes, we're like, okay, you know, this is sort of like the, you know, upfront, you know, here you go, let's get things started allocation. Uh, and then everything else is like downstream of that. Um, but, um, but, you know, one of the things we did notice was that like people didn't perceive that as uh as like creating as much alignment as we perceived it to be so i think like the second part of this proposal and the second goal of it is to start highlighting that like atom and or you know neutron and the hub are like entities that have incredible economic alignment share a lot of the same interests and when you know the hub wins you know neutron wins and when neutron wins the hub wins um and i think that like you know pushing for that more either through things like tranched treasury swaps mentioned in the proposal and or like you know funding these you know new opportunities for utilization uh, as adam as a gas token adam as an asset within the interchain um i think is like one way to bring that spirit you know more alive um so yeah that that was i think the the, the other part of it um and uh yeah hopefully hopefully that answers you know things in depth um, happy to hear uh, space take from yeah, this. Yeah, I think before I go on my, on my usual rant, um, I'd love to actually hear from Aidan and Riley, like how they experience this, like how they think about these things, because um, you know it's the only other consumer chain in, that in existence right now, and so like I think their experience here is like super valuable. Yeah, totally. Um, so I really enjoyed reading the blog post. Um, I thought it had a lot of really good ideas in it. Maybe zooming in on one aspect of Adam's moneyness, which I think we focus on a lot at Stride, is the store value. Um, so I think there's actually a pretty simple narrative around why Adam is destined to be the store value in Cosmos. Actually, I think it was uh, John Galt from our team who <laughs> originally started posting about this. But he was mentioning that you know Bitcoin created all of crypto. And therefore, it's the main store value in crypto. Ethereum uh, is sort of the main store value in DeFi. It spawned a lot of DeFi. And Adam created the Cosmos. So it's sort of a natural uh, conclusion that Adam should be the store of value in Cosmos. Like in some sense, the path is preordained. Um, so yeah, we, we focus a lot on making Atom a great store value by letting people use their Atom as collateral without losing staking rewards as as ST Atom. So we're very we're very aligned. We want to see Atom uh, and ST Atom broadly used as collateral in Cosmos because we think it is the best uh, form of collateral within Cosmos and the best store value in the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, so it's it's really cool to see to see some of these ideas uh, start to to float around. Um, that's, that's sort of our, like, uh, very high level perspective on, on Adam. The, the only other thing I would say, and actually I'd love to hear from, um, from David on this as well. We sort of think that crypto tokens, at least in terms of moneyness, will follow a power law. There will be a few that are, uh, you know, really, really big and money-like, and most of them won't be. Um, and part of this is just because money has very strong network effects. Um, and... We think within the Cosmos ecosystem, again, Adam is the best position to be money-like. Uh, like Spade, you were talking about how it's sort of already a unit of account. You know, there are like grants nominated in Atom. Um, it has a very large decentralized community and support. Uh, and then I think there's this really strong store value narrative where Atom can be one of the most successful crypto tokens. And especially within Cosmos, it's, I think, clearly the most successful. Um, so that's that's kind of how we look at it. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, David, do you want to re respond or yeah, or go yeah. further on any of these points? Yeah, I'll, I'll chime in here a little bit. I'll, I'll try not to ramble, but 
Um, I think ultimately, like money has, uh, it's it, money. Money are, is mostly a social construct. Uh, there's there's tangible reasons for why things are money, like being a medium of exchange, uh, but uh, obviously a unit store of value. But it, it mostly out as like a social contract that people believe it is money so therefore it is and then people start using it for mediums of exchange units of accounts or value etc and i think the, the simple fact that you look at bitcoin you need bitcoin to transact on the bitcoin network you need ethereum to you need ETH to transact ethereum you don't need atom to transact on overwhelming majority of the cosmos uh, chains in the cosmos ecosystem but despite that it was still, it's still naturally, like, like to Aiden's point, what, what John said, the, the path for Adam becoming money was kind of preordained for reason. Don't really know the entire reason of it, but the social construct that the Cosmos ecosystem kind of surrounded itself being was that Adam is money. Adam is this asset that people would rather hold than other, you know, uh, assets in the ecosystem. It is the numeraire. It is the asset that other people compare other assets to in the in the cosmos. Um, and I think that simple fact tells me that it already has the in- intangible part figured out, which is, in my opinion, the hardest part. Getting the social, the rough social consensus that it is an asset people want to hold. Now, the next part is really what I think like the LSM is going to help drive, which is the, the tangible parts. Like, yes, Atom is an extremely liquid asset. Yes, it, it is using as collateral in, uh, on, on Mars and other lending protocols. It is has like the arguably like the most liquid or not arguably it has the most liquid pools on osmosis, um, but we still have overwhelming majority of atom staked right now, right? Like 70 percent. And I think the original idea of the Cosmos Hub was, well, if we have a really secure proof of stake network, uh, if you have strong security rights, you have strong property rights, and then with strong property rights, you can have a strong economy built around it which I think was directly correct. But the problem is because of the inflation of the hub, of, of Adam, of this asset that people want to hold, it made DeFi in the ecosystem have to compete with the numeraire inflation is like this seen as like the risk-free rate of the ecosystem. And this obviously had a lot of drag on, on liquidity and, and overall the flourishing of DeFi. So I think the LSM is going to actually drive because you're now going to start seeing the flooding of, of Adam liquidity in the, in the ecosystem. It's going to allow the strong property rights that the hub guarantees as the most secure chain of the ecosystem uh, for a flourishing economy to grow off of. And now liquid atom being, or you know, liquid staked atom in the ecosystem now is going to bring liquidity up and it's going to actually drive a lot of the tangible benefits or the, the tangible characteristics that money have. You're going to see atom everywhere uh, through private capital. Like people like you and I are now going to like draw, you know, uh, LP liquid staked atom and, and DEXs and, and, uh, DeFi lending markets. Hopefully, we start seeing liquid staked atom outside of the Cosmos ecosystem as well, which I'm really excited to see. Um, I'll, I'll pause there, but yeah, I think what everyone said is is spot on, and I'm really excited. Thibaut, do you wanna do you wanna chime in as well? I think you have like a unique perspective as someone who's working a lot like on the hub itself. Yeah, thanks, uh, Spade. So I missed uh, the first part of the discussion, uh, but in general, uh, I just want to share my ideas. These are not informal ideas, and there's also a lot of uh, you know, things uh, that uh, are better to say it as myself rather than informal because there's obviously terms like equity and, you know, shares and all that that you cannot really use on, on Twitter spaces. But essentially, my, uh, my thoughts on, on crypto tokens as money is basically that it's not going to happen. Um, I don't think any of these uh, crypto tokens, including Adam, is, is going to be, uh, you know, succeeding if they brand themselves as being currencies. Uh, I think, you know, for unit of account, we're going to have dollar peg stable coins. coins. And I think for medium of exchange, maybe you can make the case that it's a medium of exchange to buy block space, but I think that's very weak as a medium of exchange characteristic. I think you know what a medium of exchange is is something that you can buy, you know, bread with, not really uh, block space. So I think the um, the characteristic that I'm most interested in is store of value. Um, that's what Aiden was saying. I think uh, the liquid staking module and and Stride and liquid staking providers are enabling that use case even more. Um, and to be a, a good store of value, I think Adam needs to focus on being a proactive asset. So it needs to focus on finding its business model. It needs to focus on you know, making money for the, uh, or rather generating revenue and accruing value for the shareholders of, uh, of the Cosmos Hub Network. Um, 
So I think being money and being a good store of value is going to be a consequence of us finding that business model, not necessarily, you know, like it shouldn't be like step one. It shouldn't be like, let's push Adam as, a, as money within the interchain. For me, it should be, let's make Adam a proactive asset. And therefore, it's going to be used as collateral through, um, you know, liquid staking token like SC Adam. I mean, I, I personally think, you know, two things can be true at once, right? Like one is, you know, you know like uh, having productive assets are, you know, are better. Typically, productive assets are better than non-productive assets. I also agree with what, you know, Effort Capital's point was, which is that like Bitcoin is arguably the least productive asset, but the most successful cryptocurrency in this entire space. So that tends to uh, cancel out conventional wisdom. Um, I also think like an interesting anecdote to look at here and Spade uh, slash Neutron folks, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but USDC, Adam and Neutron are all whitelisted as gas tokens um, on Neutron. Uh, is that correct? Yep. And uh, Adam has been you know used more than any other to pay for gas. Um, and so, I mean, I, I, I've seen a lot of people, um, you know, argue that USDC is going to be the preferred gas token for the long run. I also understand that like Axlar USDC is not going to be as safe or as like noble USDC or natively minted USDC on top of Neutron. Um, but all those things said, like, I think certainly there's going to be a place for like, you know, stable coins, uh, you know, centralized stable coins within crypto. Um, I certainly think there's going to be a place for decentralized stable coins within, you know, the interchain. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the reality is definitely a very holistic picture, right? Um, I don't think it's like so black and white and that it's like one or the other that like, you know, we shouldn't be paying attention to moneyness and utilization and whitelisting as a gas token and all of these things, because like clearly people do want to use Atom as it and they do actually use Atom in practice, right? We have like anecdotal evidence for that. Um, and then, you know, the sort of Bitcoin as king is, is sort of like, you know, I think a, a great example to always fall back on as well. But I think, I think, uh, Elijah, I think Bitcoin kind of make my case because Bitcoin fail as money, essentially. Like it's not used as unique of accounts. It's not used as a medium of exchange. Uh, it is uniquely used as store of value. Um, and so the, the fact that, you know, Bitcoin, if Bitcoin couldn't make it, what do you think Adam is going to make? Store of value is, is a function of money, though, right? Like, so, so saying that Bitcoin is not money because it's a store of value is like saying that, like, um, you know, my TV isn't a TV because, you know, it also has a game on it or something like that, right? Like, you know, th these things aren't mutually exclusive, right? These are, these are functions that are complementary to each other. Uh, you know, I think Ethereum is also another great example, right? Like, yes, it also does a great job at functioning as like a store of value because it's a productive asset. But, you know, if you look at how much people pay in gas costs on Ethereum, right, you know, clearly and, you know, how much, you know, transfers, you know, on Ethereum are, be you know, between Ethereum holders, you know, in a denominated in Ethereum. Um, you know, I think like FriendTech is a great example of that, right? Like the FriendTech, you know, wave has really taken the, the ecosystem by storm. You know, they're not using USDC or DAI or any of these like decentralized stables. They're using Ethereum for transfers of value between users to pay for access to, like these gated um, you know, message chats. So, you know, my, my only point is that like these things are complementary functions that, you know, like holistic, you know, that and, and, and I think like a more holistic perspective is probably what the reality of the situation is. Right. You want productive assets, but you also, you know, there's also like an element of like moneyness to you know, these like first movers in ecosystems. Um, so I, I, I just think like both views are complementary, not competitive. Well, you can call that element of moneyness uh, for sure. I mean, that, that then it's a matter of definition. Uh, for me, that's that's at least in terms of objectives. I think store of value is a great objective. If you want to equate store of value to moneyness or element of moneyness, that, that, that's fine with me. Uh, and in fact, in the blog post that uh, I think you posted, uh, you you outlined two things for Adam. It was moneyness and it was security, right? And I think security takes part of the proactive asset part. Um, and that, I'm, I was happy to see that in the post. And then I think mo the moneyness part, and in fact, most of the example you gave in that was mostly being used as collateral, as something people trust, as something that is highly liquid. Like all these elements, I think, you know, fall into the store value model and not really something that's we're going to go out of our way to make sure that people can buy, you know, stuff in the real world with Adam, for instance, to be also a medium of exchange. You know, I agree completely. I mean, I, I think of medium of exchange, though, as like not necessarily people like, I, I, you know, you, you mentioned, too, that you, you came a little bit late. One of the one of the points, you know, the first point I made when we were talking about money 
um, you know, they asked, or, or you know, the the you know host asked, uh, what do you know, what do we you know uh, consider money, right? Like, what does money mean in in this context? And like, the first thing I said is like, you know, at you know, no one's going to be paying for Adam, you know, for you know, for coffee or or like you know, a pizza or something, right? Like, you know, but within you know, right? And 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 so when we talk about money and cryptocurrency as money, you know we're talking about where the economic activity around cryptocurrency occurs, which is like primarily within, you know, on, you know, within the interchain for Adam and then on chain generally for like, you know, these different assets outside of Adam. So it's just about like the opportunities for utilization within the AEZ, you know, as collateral, um, as like, you know, an asset that DAOs, you know, will hold and make deals in terms of um, like things like this. So I, I agree with you completely. I just didn't want to throw like the baby out of the bathwater because like we had a different definition of money or something. Um, I, you know, the other thing I, I note too is like in the post I made about like Adam as money on Neutron, like I, I did go into depth highlighting like this like store of value notion as like one of those functions. Um, so so I, I'm just like pointing out that I think these things are complementary, right? Like they're not competing definitions. Yeah, like, um, really interesting stuff. Sorry, Fibo. Uh, I was just going to say like one of one of my questions that I had was, um, is, is there a danger that we have too many cooks spoiling the broth here? You know, we, we've we've got like a you know very strong panel up here today, uh, very different opinions on on what atom is and should be, or, or certainly you know there, there are some sort of differences in, in people's opinions. Um, is there is there a danger that that we start, start pulling in in different directions and and that we should really sort of you know come around one one specific vision for for atom and and, and what we sh what we should try and make it? I my personal belief is that if we're actually going to build um, a scalable, centralized store of value that is ready for mass adoption. People inherently have different views of opinion, and I think this kind of dialogue is really good for like the the overall narrative. Like we're trying to build an inclusive, uh, we're trying to build a, a a truly interoperable store of value, money like asset, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I think this kind of dialogue is is really great for like developing rough social consensus on like what Adam is. Um, you can definitely get into like the argument that are there too many cooks in the kitchen? Like if you look at the Ethereum ecosystem, like it's relatively a hive mind and everyone marches to the same beat and it kind of works out because they're all going to, all going to make it together. But I'd also argue that over time, I think that's that idea. And you're already starting to see us with like L2s, like they're starting to kind of be more PVP because now they have their own kingdoms that they need to worry about instead of just one Ethereum uh, base chain. Now they're trying to vie for dominance over ETH the asset. And you're going to start seeing them be much more PVP. Whereas I think like Cosmos inherently started out as PVP and we're starting to actually find agreements within our differences, which again, I think is going to be really strong for us as an ecosystem in the future. Yeah. Also to clarify, like I know, I know Thibaut and I, I don't, I don't even think what Thibaut and I had a disagreement. Thibaut and I speak very regularly and uh, we certainly don't always agree with each other, but we like, we always have a tremendous amount of respect for what the other person says. So I think like, you know, that sort of relationship is like something that, at least for me, has always been incredibly productive to have people like that um, and have conversations like that. So you know, I, you know, when when things get bad, it's like you know, when things become unproductive, it's like when it's a you know, when when people's intention is to like troll or to frustrate or to like you know, spin something out versus like you know, people trying to find common ground and like you know, you know, you know, find some source of truth if there is one. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but uh, just just so I just want to answer also. Um, I think that's uh, Soy Soy Studio, right? Uh, that is co-hosting for Neutron. Um, yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, and uh, yeah, I just want to share, like you know, from my my experience when I joined Informal, I wanted to do all these things. I wanted to cut inflation. I wanted to write a ton of blog posts about what Adam should do or not do. And basically, I was unable in the last year to do any of that. Uh, and so you know, seeing like people like D. Uh, seeing people like Elijah coming in and posting on the forum and writing all these long form, very well researched, very well thought through blog posts, and actually taking the you know the time and the energy to talk to everyone, talk to the validators, uh, you know, go through on all these Twitter spaces, convince people of one way to do it. You know, like uh, I think that's cutting inflation, for instance, is part of uh, this proposal for the Adam Accelerator DAO. Um, yeah, I think that's exactly why, you know, it's more powerful to work as uh, separate groups, essentially at informal, for instance, we focus on shared security, we focus on doing business development for it, we focus on making it better, easier for chain to onboard, we can't take care of, you know, 
like the side stuff like like this not not necessarily like side stuff like uh, an importance but stuff that comes on top of it uh and so that's a very powerful thing i think for for the ecosystem to have multiple people contribute at the same time going back to the argument about money i don't want to belabor the point but i'm just going to say like ultimately people want to hold money and i just think that if you want to pay for bread or pizza like people want to hold money and they don't want to hold things that are not money and adam has shown again it comes back to it being a social contract maybe there's volatile money and there's stable money but people want to hold adam for one reason or the other and I think that there's a lot of catalysts in the future that, or in the very near future, that I think is going to allow this narrative to kind of pervade even further in the, um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, so I think earlier on we were, we were going to get, get uh, Spay's perspective on all of this and uh, we kind of got deep into the weeds and, and other stuff. So, so Spade, what's, uh, what's your thoughts on, on where we're at so far? Um. I mean that that's a good question. I think you know as um, as David was saying, like there's a bunch of um, like the the intangible part of this entire conversation has been you know there for years in in reality. And what's what I'm excited about is that we're getting into a place where all of the pieces to basically start you know building the tangible part. As he said, basically I'm kind of like rehashing. Yeah, yeah. If you want to take over, go ahead. But just kidding. Um, what what I meant is that like you know we have the LSM hitting the hub. There's Stride in production producing a fairly well adopted liquid staking token of it. There's an entire ecosystem that's being bootstrapped on Neutron, which runs on the Cosmos hub. And so you know you're getting um, a lot more occasions to um, to deploy Atom in a variety of way, either as an individual or you know together as a community by owning and, and controlling and directing the the resources that the hub collectively controls. Um, and so, I, I I think that's sort of like th that that's where we need to be headed. One one of the things that I would have loved to sort of like uh, discuss now is, you know, we've been talking a lot about like the like the definition of money. You know, making that clarification that we're not talking about buying bread here, but that we're talking about like properties, like you know, the liquidity of Atom as an asset that allows you to flow um, from one position to 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 the to the next. That is like ubiquitous in the ecosystem, and as a sort of value, something that you know becomes more valuable over time. That allows you to hedge against like the the risk in existence, let's say, especially in the financial markets. Um, I, I think what 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 I would like to to discuss is like everyone's ideas for how to further this initiative basically right because there's on this panel like a number of people that are spending a good chunk of their days um every day basically working towards that right so i'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of ideas there um about you know what people are working on right now what they're you know thinking about proposing and describing um to the various DAOs that are involved here um so if anyone wants to pick up the mic and sort of like start shilling their ideas, I think, you know, with Noam's post on the Hubs forum yesterday, there's a bunch of, you know, he's he's talking about like how the Hubs treasury can be restructured to enable the Hub as a community together to basically direct um, the, this value into productive use cases that would, you know, not only strengthen the AEZ and therefore the revenue that it generates for the hub, but also generate revenue directly for the hub by deploying these assets in productive ways. I think this is like super interesting as a design space, right? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure people have like suggestions and would love to hear them. I can jump in here. Um, so obviously, I think everyone knows at this point, um, Blockworks, which is where I work. Uh, binary and RMIT are kind of working in, like in, on individual ideas, but they're kind of rolling up to a larger cohesive vision uh, as part of like the AEDAV grant that we received to look at like really what the future of the, the hub should look like. Um, obviously, I love like the posts that Elijah and, and Spade have been kind of posting about like on the Neutron and Cosmos Hub forums. And I think like the more conversation we have uh, about this concept, this idea, like the better. Uh, but just like specifically hone in on what we plan on proposing and I'm currently like in the process of writing a forum post that's going to go up probably middle to end of next week. I want to give the community enough time to digest like what, what Gnome posted about uh, and the RMIT is also going to be posting something about governance for the Cosmos Hub and overall interchain security uh, and like the, the consumer chain to hub relationship. They're going to be posting something about that uh, either Monday or Tuesday of next week and we're going to give like three to four days for the, the community to digest that before I post my thing. Uh, but Ultimately, like what what the hubs look, what we're going to be proposing for the hub is like yes, people that are already in the Cosmos ecosystem 
see Adam as money, but I've spoken with a lot of people outside the Cosmos ecosystem that look at Adam and go, it has potentially characteristics of money, but they're obviously mostly in the Ethereum ecosystem. And they say, well, you know, Adam is too high of inflation. They're, they're, they give me a handful of reasons why Adam isn't money yet to, to them. And I think we obviously need to see a net inflow of new capital, net new users that come to the ecosystem. And uh, I think a strong Adam is really going to rise, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing. So uh, a handful of things that we're going to be proposing, and I was like, go bullet point first, and we can kind of dive into like the, the details in a little bit. But I think the first thing we're going to be proposing is getting rid of the dynamic inflation model for, for Adam. Um, so as of today, if you don't know, it's like a function of the percent that is bonded. So if, if there's more than 66% bonded to the hub, inflation goes down to a minimum of 7%. And if it's below 66% bonded, it goes all the way up to 20%. And I think you can argue that regardless if people in the Cosmos ecosystem are willing to hold an asset that fluctuates between 20%, 7% inflation. One, if you look at Adam's inflation schedule compared to the rest of its peers, it has much higher inflation. Uh, if you're talking about something that has a store of value, then you really don't want something inflating at that level, especially if you know that those are the, the upper and lower bounds of inflation. I think the problem is that there's too much uncertainty around what the future supply schedule of Adam looks like. Um, we, we, at the time when the hub was launched, it made sense to have a dynamic inflation schedule. The idea was that uh, the, the, if DeFi flourished, you were going to see rational actors uh, decide to, you know, look, uh, provide liquidity to DeFi money markets uh, to, let's say, lend out their Atom, uh, as long as lending out Atom was more profitable than staking to the network. And the idea was like, we want to have a secure hub, so therefore we should have a dynamic inflation schedule so that the market finds an equilibrium around the 66% threshold to keep the hub secure. And I think at the time, that was the exact right thing to do. But now that liquid staking is here, it doesn't make sense to have a dynamic inflation schedule anymore. It's, it's really just like, it's an outdated model. Uh, every, almost every other proof of stake network outside of DOT has a, a relatively known static inflation schedule. Um, Ethereum does have a dynamic inflation schedule, but it's more so about like the amount of ETH that's staked to the network and not necessarily the percent of ETH staked relative to the overall supply. But what we're kind of, what we're thinking about doing is having a, a much more known static inflation schedule. So just to give you some numbers, like, Two weeks ago, 70% of Adam was staked to the hub. We were on pace to hit the 7% min bound by November of 2024. About a week and a half ago, a couple large whales unstaked, and we went down from 70% stake to 68.2% stake, a 1.8% difference. That doesn't sound like a lot, but that actually led to now Adam's inflation is not hitting the 7% minimum bound until November of 2025. It kicked out the entire minimum bound threshold by a full year just because of like a handful of whales unstaked. That level of uncertainty around like what the future supply of Atom looks like, what the future supply schedule, in my opinion, and our opinion, creates uncertainty as an asset, as a store of value for those that are outside the ecosystem. So not only do we want to like uh, have a much more gradual and known set supply curve, um, we, uh, yeah, I, I think that's really it. Like we want to have a much more set supply curve that gradually goes down block by block that is known. So you know exactly 10 years from now, exactly how much Adam is going to be out there in the ecosystem. So that's the first thing is get rid of the dynamic inflation model. The second thing is implementing a liquid staking tax. So if you look at um, like central banks, not only do they have monetary policy at their disposal, they also have fiscal policy at their disposal uh, to, to generate, to, to pretty much have like a certain uh, target for like what they want the economy around US dollar to, to look like. And right now there really is no fiscal policy for the hub. Uh, it inflates. We have 10% tax for the community pool, but we don't really have like a strategic initiative, like a known strategic initiative for what to do with that community pool. Obviously, that's what, like, what Gnome is working on in binary to, for the Atom alignment treasury. The idea is like leverage protocol and liquidity to drive uh, Atom liquidity throughout the ecosystem to make it a more, uh, you know, a better medium of exchange, um, an asset that other DAOs want to hold and what have you. But with the LSM that's going live next week, it puts a max cap of liquid staking at 25%. Um, and we think that, and history has shown that artificial supplies and ceilings typically don't work in, a, uh, in the, uh, the economy. Um, you usually want to create like a disincentive mechanism and let the market ultimately figure out what the, percent, the right threshold is for, um, I guess, a given asset. So what we're thinking about doing is we're going to propose anyways to remove the, the supply cap of 25%. 
but create a dynamic liquid staking tax that the uh, you know if you look at Ethereum, the more economic activity on the chain leads to more ETH utilization, which leads to more burn, uh, and obviously ETH supply is a function of the on-chain economy around it. Well, if the hub doesn't have smart contract capability, which the community has shown time and time again they don't want to have, the next best thing is well, the growth of liquid staking should lead to the growth of the economic activity around the hub and, and the wider interchain, so, and we can create like a nice supply demand imbalance with leveraging a liquid staking tax. So that the more demand there is for liquid staking, we can tax liquid stakers more. And then we can ultimately decide what we want to do with that tax. Do we want to burn it? So then the economy of, of the interchain is a function, uh, or I'm sorry, the atom supply is a function of the economy around the interchain. Uh, do we want to actually dr- leverage this liquid staking tax for, for protocol and liquidity and fill up the atom alignment treasury? Uh, do we want to use it to fund uh, uh, you know, core dev teams for the Cosmos Hub. Um, Blockworks Research is going to propose like the, this dynamic liquid staking tax to the community and give certain ideas for where we think the, this tax revenue should be used. But we also want the community to decide like what the right thing is. We, we're going to provide certain recommendations, but this is really like a, a community-wide effort for like, we think this is the right thing to do moving forward, but how should we leverage this fiscal policy uh, to ensure that we have this like, money this narrative for, for Adam and we can also grow like the, the uh, Adam economics zone as a whole. So uh, I'll pause there. Okay, well, uh, while we're a little bit uh, paused, uh, maybe people are thinking about how to respond to that. I just want to open up the floor to, to anybody who does want to come up and ask a question. Uh, if you do want to just uh, just raise your hand or request to speak, we'll uh, we'll bring you up. First, I support uh, the monetary policy that uh, Dee suggests. Uh, I think also the fiscal policy is interesting. Um, I have some uh, questions, and you know, I'm waiting to see what happens in terms of uh, fiscal evasion. So, see if there's a way to get around that task. That that task. That tax, sorry. Yeah, you could um, j- just a quick note on this. Like, just like the LSM, you could evade this by using multi-party computer, like, uh, yeah, multi-party keys, um, in, in in instead of like the ICA or whatever to basically mimic normal accounts. The sort of like assumption I think is sort of similar to what we've seen play out in practice, in like with MEV is which is that. Um, you know, like obviously, the, the first element is that, like, obviously, if you go for that kind of solution, you're sort of like explicitly bypassing the limitations, and so you're kind of like betraying the the social intention of the hub community. And so, the you know, on, on, in Ethereum, that sort of like thinking, like, um, like in, in these kind of situations, we ended up with like PBS, which is the idea that, like, you know, if there's a way in the market to do it, the market will do it. Um, what we've seen in Cosmos, at least with MEV, um, so so that, that other topic is that actually it's kind of not a given. Um, and so if you prevent validators from you know sandwiching or front running people, um, and you tell them you're going to socially slash them, um, at least in Cosmos, there's a good chance that you know they won't want to ruin their reputation, take all of the other costs associated with it, um, potentially you know have fis- like financial damage to themselves and their company by actually being slashed and that kind of stuff. So. You know, I, I'm not saying that I know the answer of like whether or not these mechanisms will get bypassed, but but I think there's a reasonable case to be built around um, the social consensus that they probably want, and unless it becomes such a profitable and necessary thing for growth that you know the the economic incentives just like really 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 push it to happen, basically. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree with that. I think. Um, I, I think. Um, I think it will hold. I think most people will follow social consensus and protocol by, like Stride. I expect them to follow social consensus, um, especially given their interest in seeing the Cosmos Hub community succeed. Um, I think the question is whether some other actors like you know Coinbase or Binance, whether they care so much about what the Cosmos Hub community thinks, and if you know social consensus is as important to them as uh, you know actors that have that have been born in the Cosmos ecosystem and that are really part of the community and take part in Twitter Spaces and all that. So I'm, I'm more concerned about these entities and you know businesses rather than like the native liquid staking protocols yeah i 100% agree i think though you got to worry about the centralizing changes because they're ultimately the only ones that have enough distribution and name brand to be able to drive enough liquidity to their own liquid staking asset to compete with a stride or a lido liquid stake uh, token but i also think those are the types of institutions that have such brand reputation to uphold that they likely won't do it but in the event that they do that's a beautiful thing about on-chain governance that we have to lean into as a hub. Like we have strong, we have a strong, uh, uh, you know, a strong community. Uh, obviously there's a lot of drama sometimes, but we're allowed to like kind of 
um, join hands when, when needed to, if we believe in a certain uh, idea. And I think we can kind of have rough social consensus around the idea that this liquid staking tax is required um, as part of like the fiscal policy of the hub. Then, you know, in the event that uh, a centralized exchange like Coinbase or Kraken decides to implement their own CV atom or, or Kraken atom uh, and they try to bypass these rules, then they know that, that there's a chance that they will be socially slashed. Um, you could also leverage potentially like interchain queries, maybe like in the event that CB Atom is is issued on, on Noble, let's say, um, maybe you can use interchain queries to figure out what the supply of CB Atom is and then implement a tax on the back end. Um, these obviously are not perfect solutions. In a perfect world, everything's on chain and you don't have to worry about these. But ultimately, like there's only so much economic game theory you can do when we still have to deal with off-chain actors in, in meat space uh, at the end of the day. So we, I hate using social consensus as a cop-out answer. But I do think that's ultimately the answer that we're going to find ourselves, not just for this, but for most uh, most on-chain institutions in the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to see uh, you know that putting on on paper when you post uh, your your suggestion for the uh, for what you're preparing right now. I think that's going to be very interesting to see, you know, like a proper uh, counterattack at least to, to to that kind of problem. I have a I have to jump off uh, actually a little early. But uh, yeah, I, I wish I was uh, had a little bit of time to explain why we want to do an informal. But maybe there's going to be another uh, Atom as Monet or Atom Zone Agora thing uh, next time, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, use the opportunity. So thanks, guys, for having me today. Awesome. Thanks, Tibo. Thanks, See you, everyone. Thanks, Tibo. Uh, one additional perspective from the stride side. I won't go into detail on it. I'll just point you all to the comment. Noam made his long forum post yesterday and. The Stride team added a comment just this morning with a proposed solution that could take us from today, where there's really no cohesive plan for Adam as money, to a place three, maybe six months from now, where some liquidity is deployed to move towards the objectives that Noam defined. And then uh, maybe in three to six months, we're in a place where Noam's uh, proposal and a lot of the ideas that have been talked about today are maybe more close to being implemented. Um, just stepping back for a sec, we're in complete support of the objectives in the post, growing the Atom Economic Zone through liquidity deployments, financial alignment with consumer chains, and increasing the decentralization of the Cosmos Hub voting power. And one way to uh, take a few small steps uh, towards that goal would be to deploy liquidity on Neutron, on Astroport, to create a number of pools with the main base token being Atom. And I'll, I'll let everyone read the, the post. I'll, I'll link it in the thread below this spaces, but um, I realize we're short on time, so I won't dive into the details today. Maybe next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am, I'm also sort of conscious of time, and I know that certain people on the panel do have meetings to get to. Um, so in the absence of any questions, I, I think we will start to wrap it up. Um, but but yeah, I think I completely agree with what Riley's just said. Um, there's definitely a, a need for sort of continuing this discussion and, and bringing in the, the other topics that, that were just mentioned as regards like Noam's proposal and what, what could be done around that. Uh, it's very much something that, that Neutron and, um, and and Duality, for the, for the time being, uh, are also discussing as well behind the scenes. Um, so, so yeah, with that, um, I just want to say thank you very much to everyone for, for their time today. It's been a really productive, interesting discussion. Um, and uh, I definitely think we'll be we'll be seeing more of these uh, Agora Zone spaces and uh, and yeah, continuing the debate. So so yeah, thanks a lot to uh, to Rob and ICF and everyone for for giving us the platform to host this today. Uh, thanks to everyone for coming and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of payments, red down days. Got I'm acting all bankless, yo fam, what? Check these token knocks, they probing this bear, flexing broken knots. I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knots and then the end.
been a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.